What is up, my pedigree chums, and welcome to the Goon Squad podcast. Um, so, <coughs> first things first, apologies for the delay in getting this out. I, seem, I feel like I say this every time. Um, this time it wasn't so much that I was looking for um, some kind of further insight or whatever to the game from other sources. Um, it was more just a case of, of me being rough and having a stag do and being rough still. Um, I'm still feeling a bit rough, so if I sound like I'm sort of breathing through a... Uh, I don't know, some kind of restrictive face mask or I'm wheezing or something, then I do apologise profusely for that. Um, so anyway, um, I'm trying to remember whether uh, whether we covered the uh, the Rennes, Rennes, Rennies, whatever. I believe the French Southampton, um, whether I covered that game. I'm not going to if I haven't. Because to be completely honest with you, it was a game which was t- terrible. Um, so, yeah, apologies if you were looking forward to that, uh, if I haven't done it already. Um, <coughs> this one is going to be the joy fest that is beating Manchester United 2-0. Um, which, I have to say, was quite enjoyable. It was quite funny. Off the back of the uh, the, 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 the defeat in France, um, one of my Manchester United fan, fan friends decided to start, um, shall we say, lauding it. Um, I mean, let's face it, Man you not so long ago were being rubbish. Um, and you have to take your hat off to them. They have put together a fair old run. Um, but certainly it was funny that they... Uh, decided to start chirping up prior to this game. I think what was funnier was particularly having been beaten in France, as we were, um, that I think that most level-headed Arsenal fans probably thought this could be a bad game for us. I mean, I think I actually said to them that it could be an 8-2. Which way it is, I don't know. Uh, Which way it was going to be, I I wouldn't be able to say. Um, to which I obviously replied like later after the game, you know, well, we got our two, where, where were your eight? Um, and they didn't see the funny side. Um, nonetheless, uh, I don't think that it would be unfair to say that most people's expectations from this game were probably not staggeringly high. Um, I know that, I think when I said eight, two to this person, it was in jest. I don't, I didn't ever think that we were actually going to lose eight, two again. Um, I don't think Emery's the kind of guy who would um, allow that. I mean, I say this, but then obviously there was the Liverpool game. Um, but I think typically, especially at home, I just don't think that he would let a game get that out of control. <clears throat> so, yeah, I mean, I, I never really was worried it was going to be that that much of an embarrassment. But uh, I have to say that I certainly wouldn't have... Uh, put any big money on a, an Arsenal win either. I thought it was probably going to be a tedious uh, draw or maybe like, you know, the standard Manchester United get a penalty at 95th minute or something like that. And, you know, one of those where you just think, oh God, that's horrifying. Um, but with all that said, uh, we beat them. And that was a uh, a, a lovely uh, turn up for the book, shall we say. Um I have to say that I I thought that we were we were absolutely playing much better than them to start with. Um, I feel like the the punditry and so on on a TV was very <clears throat> very much playing it out as though it was closer than it was. I mean, don't me wrong, 
I appreciate that they had opportunities. Lukaku had opportunities. They hit the post. Um, we had good saves and stuff like that. But, you know, that's going to happen. I think in the Premier League, even like the worst team in the league is probably going to have some opportunities against the best team in the league. So there's always going to be opportunities. And if you want to single them out and say, well, yeah, but, you know, I don't really get that because if if creating opportunities was what suggested you were um you should have won a game then uh, in our in our past then we've had games I think there was a game against CSK in Moscow where we had something like 32 uh shots on target and didn't score um <clears throat> that was away and pretty horrifying um so yeah I mean I, it annoys me how these stats can't seem to get wheeled out against us and for the opposition like in opposing manners um you know, I realise that every every fan of every team thinks that the media is against them, but I kind of feel like there's definitely a kind of like, let's look at the negatives of Arsenal and the positives of whoever they're playing, regardless of the result. Um, I mean, it frustrated me that the whole like post-game analysis was all about what, what Man U had done wrong. It's like, we just beat them. We did stuff right. Uh, this is the same team that's just done like whatever it was, twenty games unbeaten, and we've beat them. So surely it's what we did right that the twenty other people didn't. Um, I just it was it was f- really frustrating me. Um, I, I also found and I tweeted out when Gary Neville afterwards went, oh the um the the PSG game where they won and overturned like a, a deficit against PSG. Uh, on Wednesday, it was more emotionally draining than losing to French Southampton um, on Thursday. Uh, I mean, I'm not a massive hater of Gary Neville, I have to say. I I, I think that when you compare him certainly to other pundits, he, he's much better. I think that he struggles with Man U games because he, he obviously is a Man U fan. Um, and probably Man U fans like him... Uh, for his bias in the same way that I love righty for his bias. Um you know, but that doesn't mean that I have to like it when he's when Manu are playing Arsenal and he's um basically saying ridiculous things like that. Um <clears throat> so anyway aside from the fact that I felt like there was a definite Manu are great, Arsenal aren't great um in the sort of analysis and the punditry and the commentary, um I thought that we we were really good. I, I, I you know, I realise it's difficult to watch as a fan and and try and keep a neutral head on, but I I felt like we we looked better throughout the majority of the match. Um, you know, I think that their opportunities came on like slip ups, like individual slip ups, or um, you know, uh, fair enough. They worked like a couple through there, but I mean, who doesn't? I mean, I went to the Cardiff game and Cardiff were busting us apart so you know I don't know that that indicates they had a stonking game um so yeah anyway um Xhaka scored first um not not necessarily the, the sort of uh primary goal threat the primary goal threat that you might imagine but um yeah I think uh it was Matic who stood off him and just gave him enough space to have a pop and uh what a pop he had now I think Gary Neville again I feel like I'm getting on him particularly but he he was like super critical of the goalkeeper now when I first saw the goal I 
it was I, I was basically the same as the game in that I thought he was gonna go bottom left and it, it deviated and went the other side of the goal. And I can totally see what the guy did. He like once you I think as well when you watch it in slow motion you can't appreciate the momentum that he's got going the opposite way. And it although he just kinda of looks like he takes a step you can't in the speed that because that ball rocketed in there, the the speed differential you can't change direction on a on a sixpence, um, and I just thought it quite clearly deviated, like after he'd set off uh, in the direction he was going to go. So, you know, yes, you would want your keeper to do better than that, but then I want my keeper to do better every single time that they concede a goal. Um, I think making that that goal all about De Gea and not about the strike from Xhaka uh, or the poor defence by Manchester United is um, counterintuitive. Counterintuitive is probably not the right term, but you know what I mean. Uh, it, it 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 takes the focus off the fact that there was some bad defending beforehand and a good shot by Xhaka. Well, it, it's typical, it, it, and it only reinforces what I was saying previously in that, you know. All you hear about Xhaka from the pundits is that he gets caught on the ball, um, that he gets that he has a bad disciplinary record. And when he whams one in from miles outside the area, oh yeah, there's a goalkeeping error. Oh, just all right. Firstly, I don't think his disciplinary record's actually that bad. I think it 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 the the perception of his disciplinary record certainly uh, negatively affects him, and he definitely does get caught on the ball. But um, <laughs> you know. He also scores as the occasional screamer, um, which I don't know that I'd necessarily say this was a screamer, but it certainly was a, got good movement and got us a goal up against Manchester United. Um, so then I kind of, it was, uh, I mean, I felt like we we had the upper hand. I mean, I haven't actually looked at the stats for the game, but I feel confident that if I did, that they would be either even or edging in Arsenal's favour. Um, certainly, uh, there were there were you know, I know that they had opportunities, but I don't think it was uh that they had more opportunities than we did. Anyway, um, so later on in the game, uh, Lacazette, uh, hang on, was it Lacazette? It was Lacazette. Um, running through gets a, uh, I mean. There's been a lot of discussion about this penalty as well. Now, I think that Matey's knee goes into his thigh, makes him fall over. It definitely wasn't a dive. I don't think it was like he came in and like two-footed him in the knee or something. But, you know, I think that that's given as a foul elsewhere in the um, in the pitch. And if that's the case, then it's a foul in the area, in which case it's a penalty. I, I You know, I struggle with this whole, oh, yeah, he's gone down too easily for me. Well, you know... It's it's really not a case of opinion. It's a case of, um, mate. I think it was Fred, made contact with him, pushed his legs so that they hit each other, and he goes down. Could he have stayed up? Quite possibly, but we've seen a number of times where he where Lack has been absolutely chopped, um, stayed up, and then not been given a foul. So, until they start giving fouls uh, or penalties when players stay up, then I want them to go down. Uh, particularly when they're on my team. I don't want people diving. I think there's a very big distinction between someone diving and someone going down when a foul occurs. Um, 
because it's basically forcing a um a referee to make a decision, right? Um, whereas they have the easy decision of just letting play go on and not doing anything if you don't go down. Um, <coughs> and certainly, I can totally understand why players go down if they have in fact been fouled. Um, so then, uh, Lack gave the ball to Abamyang, and after that uh, North London derby penalty, uh, it was a bit squee bum time. Uh, luckily for us, I mean, I, I in my head, my the logical side of me was saying he's not going to miss two in a row. Um, I, I don't think that his penalty taking record is exactly stellar, but I mean, you know, I just don't think a player of his caliber is going to miss two penalties in a row. But he also went on after the game to sort of talk about how because he did this thing where there's a view from behind the goal where he's just looking at the keeper the whole time. He doesn't look at the ball as he kicks it. Now, it's reasonable to say that I am a terrible football player, um, but I couldn't even imagine taking a penalty without looking at the ball. And that is probably part of the reason why I have never been good at football. But he was like, yeah, yeah, there's there's no need for me to look at the ball. I know where the ball is. So, in fact, I believe he said that the reason that he messed up the one in the the derby was... uh, because he looked at the ball, um, so took his eye off the keeper where he was going. So, yeah, I mean, he scored um, and uh, we won 2-0. So that, that was nice. Um, it was quite funny that Man U fans were moaning about a soft penalty as well because their, their, their penalty against PSG, mm, not, a penalty for, not a penalty for me, but, you know, I don't really care. Um so anyway, um, the three points there bring us back into the uh, hunt for top top four. Or well, we're, we're in the top four. Um, one point behind Spurs. What a shame. Um, I mean, whilst it's enjoyable to be one point behind them because of their hum- humiliating loss to the English Southampton, um, it it just makes me think that the, the those two points that we would have had and that one point less that they would have had if we'd have won that game, uh, if we'd have scored that penalty or any of the other opportunities, my word, imagine, I think that would that would put us three points clear of Spurs at this very same point. And that would be a joyous occasion. Um, just because it, beating Spurs, being above them after they've been going on about how great they are and everything like that, nothing would make me happier than us beating them in the, uh, in, in the league this season. Um, well, I say nothing would make me happier. I'm sure plenty of things would make me happier, but it would certainly be up there. For something that's out of my control and doesn't cost me anything, there's not much that I would get better value out of in terms of enjoyment, that's for sure. Um, <coughs> so, I'm trying to think if there's anything else that I've really missed out on that that I want to, want to cover. Um, I don't think there is. So, on a Thursday, which is in fact tomorrow, um, the Arsenal... Home game against the French Southampton. Um, I'm actually going to the game, um, so hopefully we can overturn this. I think we have, we only need two goals, um, and also obviously not to concede because then we will win on away goals. Um, I'd like to see us blow them out of the park. If I'm completely honest with you, if we if we went out there and we played from the start like we were four goals down and we were trying to over like turn that around. I have zero doubt in my mind that we would achieve that goal. <laughs> but as is our our way, I would expect us to go out there, be clingy, and then if we haven't managed to sort of just 
bust them open and uh, get some goals in there uh, by by sort of 80 minutes then we'll start like throwing a bit more caution to the wind and going for it um I just don't, I just don't know I don't I really I mean obviously I've been to watch some dire games recently um and I like the Cardiff one for example uh Wolves um yeah that was a boring one as well um so I could really do with like a goal frenzy here um and for us to like put wrong some uh right some wrongs from the previous game um I'm not going to go crazy I just I, I I don't care as long as we go through I don't really care what the score is I mean I mean if that happens then we've at least scored two goals right so um so that'll be nice um I don't think anything exciting is going on in terms of team news. Oh, it was quite good that Lacazette is available uh, for tomorrow because they reduced his ban from three games to two games. Um, I've read that someone's got a mild injury. I can't remember who it was. I saw it on Twitter earlier. Um, it didn't panic me massively, I don't think. Um, what I, you know, what is a bit of a shame is we haven't got uh, Socrates because of obviously his red card. Um, but you know it is what it is. We'll see what um, we'll see what they do. I mean, I'm assuming it will be Mustafi and Koscielny. Uh I'm assuming that um, I'm assuming that Emery's going to play a pretty uh, pretty high strength team because uh, we haven't got another game after this uh, for ages. So everyone will get a rest. Well, I say everyone will get a rest. I think they're playing a uh, a friendly game or something and. Uh, there's an international break and blah blah blah. So, who knows? Maybe they haven't got a break. Great big. Maybe they haven't got much of a break. But certainly, in, as far as we're concerned, as Arsenal, um, I'm pretty sure that we might as well go go pretty full strength on this. <clears throat> so, uh, with that said, if you want to contact me, um, Goon Squad PC on Twitter. Um, let me know what's good, what's bad. Um, about the podcast, anything that you want me to talk about or anything that I've said wrong. Um, it'd be great to hear from you. Um, yeah, and with that being said, let's hope that we win tomorrow. I'm going to go for a 3-0 victory. Um, and anyway, after that, have a good week. Bye.